0: Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. (laughs) good.
1: (laughs) Good evening, Wildcats. It is currently five. PM and a beautiful 60 degrees on this fine Dang it! <laughs> a beautiful 60 degrees on this fine Monday December 3rd here in Tucson Arizona. Welcome to Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio and to all those listening online at camp.arizona.edu as well as any of our podcasting platforms. I'm your host Brody Dryden here alongside my co-host Eric
0: Wong. Co-host. Partner
1: and crime. I don't know. I, I didn't I look like, at the... Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways. Good
0: afternoon. <laughs> oh, good. Just trying out some new things. Good afternoon, <laughs> Wildcats. Uh, happy uh, pre-finals week. week. I know you all are stressing out here, so take a load off. Enjoy this next hour of the soothing voices of Brody, Giant, and Eric Wong mm-hmm. on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show. But... Wildcats, I promise you, the day we actually hit 69 degrees, I will do something so outrageous. (laughs) Brody will have to consider getting a new (laughs) co-host. But... Like For, it hasn't already happened. I know, I know probably. <laughs> but uh, just keep trucking out there, Wildcats. You'll get you'll get that work in, and you will make it past this semester. On a Christmas, on the New Year's, and then a back and better ever, back and better than ever with a new you. So we got a lot of hot takes coming your way this afternoon. Uh, first up, Brody. What are we gonna talk about?
1: We're gonna dive right into some. Dive right <laughs> in to some uh, Arizona Wildcats. Hoops! Um, the Wildcats pulled off a dub against UConn. Oh, so we like a nice dub. We we do love a nice dub. Um, 76 to 72 um, in Connecticut. So y- you love to see that. Everyone kind of was doubting them after uh, taking those two losses um, in the Maui Invitational. But the Wildcats are back on track. You know, UConn isn't. It's not the most impressive you know victory in the world. UConn isn't the program um, it once yeah, was. No
0: Kemba Walker
1: status. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Brandon Randolph. <clears throat> Um, led the team with 20 points. Um, Justin Coleman also uh, went off. He he didn't kind of, I was kind of hoping he'd have another like Maui invitational type game where he'd go off for a bunch of threes. Didn't make a single three-pointer, but still had six points. Um, Chase Jeter actually played pretty pretty darn well, 14.7 rebounds. Um, so it was overall good team win for the
0: Arizona Wildcats. Good team win, yeah. yeah. And let's uh, not not discredit. Well, Ryan Luther coming off the bench. Oh, so going with that Chase Jeter at center, ACOT at the four line. I'm not a fan, but you know maybe a little bit more athletic. So yeah. Luther coming off the bench, chipping in ten, and then. Um, D. Smith, Delon Smith, I think, right? Dylan. Dylan Delon. Okay. <laughs> oh God, I got exposed. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan Smith with ten points. So chipping in, good bench work coming off. Uh-huh. And I think that really right there uh was the deciding factor. Although Utah did have some bench performance and some bench role players. I think U of A was really able to capitalize on their bench and use that second unit to sort of take the wave. Uh who would you give your MVP to for this game, Brody?
1: For this game, I think it would have to be Brandon Randolph. I, I, he didn't have great um, shooting percentage. Yeah,
0: five for fifteen. Uh, that's uh, a big no, thank you. It,
1: it's a bit rough, but like out of anybody on on the team, it was kind of you know the score seventy six to seventy two wasn't like as high scoring as yeah. a basketball game uh, could have been, and you know it was his uh, performance that kind of led the team. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. this is the type of basketball um, that Arizona needs to play mm-hmm. when. Um, when they are faced with opponents with, like, real programs instead of, like, their, the cupcake schedules that they've had in the uh, preseason and uh, previous non-conference schedule. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it was overall, you know, you look down the stat line, six points, 6. 6. 6. six points, six points. Um, you know, you got Ryan Luther with ten points off the bench, Dylan Smith, ten points off the bench. It's more of a team win. And then just have these highlights with Chase Jeter, you know, give him more touches with 14 points. Let Brandon Randolph do his thing. He, he'll give that spike. Yeah, in, in the um, starting lineup there. So just like highlight different players when they when they play these types of teams, but uh, don't just like give it all to Brandon Randolph yeah. all game, or just trust Justin Coleman all game. You know, uh, you still got to share the ball around.
0: Um, I would overall. agree. I would agree with that. Now, I would have given it to Chase Jeter just because you know the rebounding, a little bit more of a complete game, more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, still giving to him, but. It's interesting to know Brandon Randolph, 2018-2019 season, he's having 17.3 points per game, 3.4 rebounds a game, and .8 assists a game. He's six six, one seventy five. That's good size for in the NBA for a shooting guard. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think he leaves after this season? I sure do think he leaves. With the class we got coming in next year, I think you know Brandon Randolph, he'd be a star. On this team, you know, especially a three-year man that this mm-hmm. program yeah. hasn't um, had that that can actually score for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say Randolph, because he'd get picked up. Well, he would with
0: 17 points a game and yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. On, on a you know program like the, the Wildcats, I, I think he'd um, he'd definitely leave. And I, I, it would be hard for me to blame him at this point in this culture and how um, you know players leave just having a, a decent season or or whatnot. He's got the athleticism, he's got the size. Um, he's got the experience now under his belt. I I couldn't see you know even even if the Wildcats don't even make the tournament which I saw uh, Joe Lenardi, the ESPN bracketologist and he gave out his like way too early NCAA tournament predictions he had us out Um, you know Brandon Randolph still not leading us there I'd say that he's gonna leave what about you?
0: Well, I was saying that too, and then just you know, just kind of piqued my curiosity. He hmm. is not even on any draft boards, really. So no one, yeah, like you know, NBA Draft Net doesn't think he's gonna or get, in get picked players? up. <laughs> yeah, no, not oh. a single one. So I mean, wow, uh, kind of disheartening to say the least. Yeah, but maybe we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I think he catches heat, you know, very again, very early in the season. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think you're right. I think in college though. Brandon Randolph is skilled and has the size to play the three, so if you were able to move him to the three and then with that backcourt we have coming in, mm-hmm. I don't know, it could be, could be nice. It, but...
1: it would be nice if he could stay, but and I, I could also see some inspiration, you know, his former teammate Alonzo Trier going and not getting drafted, but That's obviously true. having a pretty successful rookie year Absolutely. Um, thus far, maybe. I don't know how close they were or anything, about yeah. reaching out to the um, him and, you know, drawing some inspiration, maybe he'd do that too. I can see that.
0: That's that's a very interesting point you bring up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. You Arizona's got Utah Valley coming up next. Should be another nice, easy win. But, you know, this is sort of where Miller, you know, even though he pads the resume a little bit, mm-hmm. as a fan it does get a little boring. Yeah. <laughs> I should say, like, Utah Valley, Alabama, that'll be better, but still not, yeah. like, I'm not chomping at the bit Baylor again better but like nothing great and then it's really just buckling and down until we get to Pac-12 play. Yeah. Um so Miller, you know, it's like come on man just like we're, I know you want to win but like you know Duke is Duke's first game was against Kentucky yeah you know it's like exciting things and I think that's sometimes why Arizona gets these lower seedings mm-hmm. when come March you know it's like well we were only like you know a five or four or five lost team why are we a four seed mm-hmm. well most of your early wins were against you know borderline d2 schools yeah so I don't know that's sort of like my quip with Miller, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that because, and I, and I see, uh, you know, a lot of people disrespect Sean Miller saying, you know, he, he can't carry a team to the Final Four even though, you know, you can rank them preseason as far as you want. Um, you could give them whatever recruits you want, but he, he doesn't deserve... Um, that respect because, mm-hmm. you know, his teams maybe it, it could be not getting enough good experience, you yeah. know. Maybe th- there were, this is a more season now taking those two losses to Gonzaga and Auburn. And, yeah, you r- sacrifice um, climbing up the rankings, cracking the top 25 earlier in the season by getting those two losses, but now they've seen competition like yeah, that. Exactly. They, they have that hardship under their belt um, that maybe we could see this, you know, say – Uh, the Wildcats make the team, you know, scrape out, like, a low seed, maybe they end up upsetting, you know, somebody. And the Auburn
0: game was close, too. Like, Mm -hmm. people forget that. The Auburn, we were there, so, I mean.
1: Even Gonzaga, even though we obviously let it slip away pretty hard at the end, we were competing with them.
0: So, it's like, I think, if anything, that also helps to show maybe, like, we did take the L's, but, Mm -hmm. like, it it proves to whoever makes these polls Mm -hmm. and these, you know, ranking systems that, like, well, Arizona was hanging with these guys, so they look like a top, like just on the eye test, you know, yeah. they look like a top twenty-five team. But uh, the standings are kind of wacky right now. Arizona seven and zero, number one. Arizona State, sorry, seven and zero, number one in the conference, behind Oregon State six and one, and second. Colorado at five and one, and third, and then we're at the fourth slot. Kind of interesting to note. Oregon was supposed to be this hot shot team. Yeah. UCLA was supposed to be this hot shot team. UCLA had, uh, from the draft board I was just looking at. Mm-hmm. Three first-round picks. Not lottery, but three first-rounders. Oregon, you know, has got bowl-bowl, high-profile um, uh, recruit coming in, or he is there. But, yeah, they're both not doing so great. So, mm-hmm. you know, kind of interesting to know. Maybe uh, not as great as we thought. I don't know. What do yeah, you think?
1: Yeah, I think, though, you know, Oregon ducks. It's not like, you know, Arizona. We have two losses on our schedule and non-conference play, but that, those are against two top-ten yeah. um, teams. Um, Oregon lost to Texas Southern. Yeah, and Houston, and you know Houston's a little more of a respectable um, uh, program than Texas Southern would be. But uh, those are their last two games, and you, you really don't expect because Oregon, I, I think they're knocked out of the rankings now. Yeah, but um, or I guess they have a third loss against Iowa earlier in the season as well that I didn't catch. But yeah, bowl, bowl. You, I saw highlights of their first couple games, and I, I guess it was because I think it was against Presbyterian and Eastern Washington, that they were just balling out. Yeah. Like, they looked like a top-ten team. They, uh-huh. they looked like last year's Arizona or something, yeah. and then Bowl was like making threes, doing all these athletic things. I was I was scared um, to, to go against them uh, coming up. But, yeah, now them falling off, UCLA falling off. I could see, you know, now Arizona State, they had that hot start last year, so I'm not going to take their success right now too much into account for – The future, yeah, because they
0: got up to like number three in the nation, right? Yeah,
1: something crazy. They were one of the last undefeated teams still in the nation. Yeah, um, last year. So I say Arizona. We kind of like to see this because now um, it's it's really unbalanced and weird. But now we have a much better chance of climbing to the top. I think Mm -hmm. Um, you know, come tournament, Pac twelve tournament time, come uh, down to the end of the season. um, I I think those are only positive things uh, for Arizona. I'm um, looking for not for the Pac-12 because yeah, them, them, them losing non-con or UCLA and Oregon losing non-conference games is not good for the Pac-12's look but for Arizona's sake um, I'd say that gives them a lot more confidence to um maybe take the conference.
0: Absolutely. And you know, Miller's a great coach but mm-hmm. looking at this team, Brody, I I beside, and like I'd say our closest thing to a pro at like a and professional basketball player would be Brandon Randolph, and he's close. Like, mm-hmm. not even like, a share thing. I'm not as high on Chase Jeter as I thought he once was. Uh-huh. Um, maybe he could be, like, one of those guys who teams take a chance on and put in the G League because mm-hmm. maybe his game. But, like, yeah. so I think we don't, like, you know, last year we had pros. Like, Trier, he was a pro. Mm-hmm. Uh You know, um, like, Ayton, <laughs> he was obviously, yeah. you know. But, like, now we're just, like, borderline, like, using G League guys, and I feel like that, you know, hopefully – we're just banking on. And yeah. So, do I think we'll make the tournament? Yeah, but I, 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 again, like I think we said before, like a Sweet Sixteen for this team would be a, a fantastic season. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I, I agree with you, and I, I think, um, <coughs> he, I, I agree with you that Chase Jeter isn't what I once thought he could be. You know, uh, you have high expectations being a transfer from Duke. You he, he had some crazy highlights, mm-hmm. um, in high school and stuff. But yeah, he Chase Jeter. If I could draw a comparison to. Um, a past U of A basketball player would be uh, Brandon Ashley. Oh yeah, but only with like more natural talent. Yeah, where, where it's like you know you can tell when you watch him like running up and down the court, making plays. Brandon Ashley has more like. Um, skill. Yeah, more skill that he's developed yeah. and worked hard to, you know, get to this place where Chase Jeter is like a little on the lazier side, where yeah. it's like raw talent that he can
0: use. Yeah, that and he got that, him by in high yeah, school. and he's
1: obviously worked very hard. Don't want to like uh, say that necessarily, but that's just like the main difference. But I don't think it's Chase Jeter's goal here at Arizona to be compared to Brandon, actually. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I agree with you that um, <coughs> yeah, Brandon Williams is probably closest to NBA. I Brandon think, Randolph. Brandon, yeah, Brandon Randolph. But yeah, Ira Lee, it's looking kind of dire for uh, him. Oh,
0: and I hate to see it. Like, I didn't think Ira Lee, just because of his body type and his size, would be a pro. He's, like, he's got the size of, like, a three in the league, but mm-hmm. plays, like, a four. Like, wouldn't really work. Um, Like, like a less athletic Draymond, but, like, just overall less talented Draymond Green. Yeah. Um, But, like, yeah, it's unfortunate. And, you know, if you're not making the starting lineup at U of A, you're probably not getting drafted in the league, and it's too bad. But, you know, I think Ira could maybe play somewhere in Europe. Yeah.
1: I could, I could see him going to, like, you know, maybe one of those, like, war-torn countries where they yeah. play, like, like, Turkey or something. Yeah. Where it's, like, a little sketchy, but they'll play. Or pay, maybe pay pull, like, the penny.
0: Fendi Anabon because his dad was a NFL player. Oh, really? Yeah. I really looks like he'd be a dope tight end. Yeah, he honestly
1: does. Like a be as a big big body, yeah. like six what, six six, six seven. Yeah, obviously athletic enough. He yeah. should, he needs to try that. Yeah, you know? like
0: the Fendi ondebon stats. Like literally I could you imagine if like maybe he didn't like he just like swung like did both uh uh-huh. on played for the U of A football team if yeah. like I don't know I know him and Khalil Tate are close. Remember he wore Khalil yeah, Tate's jersey? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, hey, yeah. if somehow by some way you get this, um, Ira, think about playing tight end for the University of Arizona.
1: Yeah, maybe it'll get Khalil to stay. Yeah. I mean, oh oh my we'll goodness. we'll, we'll get into that later though. We'll get into that later. But before we
0: get into that, Brody, I think we're uh I think we're getting tired of hearing our own voices. How about you uh let the people know what they can do? I've got home in different area codes,
1: area, area codes, Coast. 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 All right, welcome to our second installment of our uh, new segment here on Brody and Eric sports um, show, Area Codes, all right, so um, do you want to start us off, or no, I'll start us off because then I'll lead in, uh, yeah, okay, so um, I will start off um, the area code, my pick yeah, this segment just to give a little explanation. Eric and I will each pick an area code in America to highlight of one of our, um, you know, some something news, <laughs> uh, something in sports <laughs> news. I need to stop playing the area codes uh, music video. No, I, enla- I enlarged it on the computer here. All right, we it's need like to take it. when your parents out. walk in, and you're <laughs> yeah. watching something scandals. Oh yeah, God! Yeah. Um, but what Eric and I will each pick a um, area code each week um, to highlight of some, you know something in sports news uh, that we just want to talk about. So. Um, My area code for the week is the 718. That's um, a New York City area code. They actually have like um, six area codes or something in all of New York City. Uh, But 718 is like closest to Queens and stuff like that. And I uh, chose New York City because they've stolen half of the Mariners roster um, this past week. The Seattle Mariners are my baseball team. And um, James Paxson, he he went to the Yankees. So that that's like the Mariners' ace, somebody who had a perfect or not a uh, no hitter last year, and you know he's kind of the the future. You know, Felix Hernandez is obviously on the decline. That was a fat L taken by um, the Mariners' organization. So James Paxton um, gone to um, he's going to be wearing the pinstripes next year for the Yankees. Hopefully, um, for them making that uh, championship. Run also Robinson Cano, obviously the former Yankee, is um, going back to New York, but not putting up the pinstripes. He's going to the New York Mets along with Edwin Diaz, um, the star closer and all-star for the Mariners this past year. That's the one I'm most sad about. Edwin Diaz, um, oh, not Robbie Cano. What what? Yeah, like, well, no. Robbie Cano has been butt cheeks for the Mariners. Yeah. Like that—that that was all. Yeah, he got paid and he, he got paid, and now he's done playing. playing. Yeah, he—he he doesn't care about baseball anymore. But Eddie Diaz, somebody the um, Mariners Mariners brought up through the minor leagues, um, <clears throat> turned out to be—I well, I'd say, you know, arguably the best closer in baseball last oh. year. Um, definitely most underrated um, closer in baseball last year. They're both going to the New York Mets, so you hate to see that. Um, and it, this isn't in New York, but just earlier today, or was it yesterday? Gene Segura, the All-Star second baseman, former Arizona Diamondback, mm-hmm. um, not going to New York, but he's going to the Philadelphia Philadelphia Phillies. So we, we don't get much MLB um, news around this time, but obviously my half of my favorite team just got <laughs> traded again. Yeah. So uh, that is my area code seven one eight New York City for uh, taking my Mariners Dang, away from me. You hate to see it. Well. Yeah,
0: yeah. My area code is for the great city of Pasadena, California, either the 626, which I'm going to say isn't really Pasadena because that's more the San Gabriel Valley. So that's a little miscued. You only know why why, I know why the 626 is the SGV. A lot of Asians in the San Gabriel Valley. But anyways... 323, 3, the area code for Pasadena. I am giving it up for UCLA because I believe that Khalil Tate is going to link up with Chip Kelly, stay in the conference to really stick it to Mike Tomlin, Damn. and go there and take his talents Kevin to the Kevin Sumlin, you mean? Oh, yeah, Kevin <laughs> Sumlin. Uh, somebody, oh, <laughs> Mike God, Tomlin. I do Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's all good. Yeah, I don't know why I would have associated those two, <laughs> but um, I think you know why. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think he's going to there link up, you know. Khalil Tate, uh, similar-ish, like a Marcus Mar, more athletic than Marcus Mariota, worse arm. And I think Khalil Tate uh, will link up with Chip Kelly. Hopefully, his Chip Kelly's great mind with the read option can sort of totally use Khalil's potential. Mm-hmm. And I think he goes there. And then, again, just staying in the Pac-12 we'll to stick it to Kevin Sumlin.
1: Wow. Hot take right there. Hot take. take.
0: That's totally speculation, but, you know, shout out to UCLA for maybe stealing our best player.
1: Yep, we'll see. Yeah, there is, um, that was some big news that broke after our broadcast last week that Khalil Tate was going to transfer um, from Arizona, which is just a total weird. It's such, it's been such a bizarre episode, this whole uh, Khalil Tate fiasco with, you know, losing Rich Rod last year. They said, um, you know, Khalil was a, a factor in not hiring certain guys, um,
0: and then we get his guy.
1: Yeah, then we get his guy, and now he's saying uh, after one a bad season, a uh, big season of growing pains that he wants to transfer um so I I don't know if it'll be UCLA people are saying Navy people are saying um who knows or it doesn't matter it could be just like a total trash school just to get out of Arizona It just seems like it's totally in turmoil Though the uh, one detail I was reading up on this um coming from the Arizona Daily Star um said that Khalil Tate in order to play immediately next season at another FBS school he would have to graduate by spring and um, it's not known if he's, like, on track to do anything like that because, you know, he, he's only a junior. Yeah. So he would have to do a lot of accelerated courses um, by next year. And it says by spring. So I don't know if that I, – I assume that means by the end of this upcoming next semester. Yeah. But that would be, like, a lot of schoolwork. For um, Ka- for Khalil Tate. Yeah, to to do. So, um, yeah, interesting detail there. But it, it's obviously really unfortunate if Khalil – Do you think he's leaving? I, I don't. I, I think this is all going to kind of, you know, obviously the rumors started somewhere, but I think it's going to end up being, like, speculation that dissolves into, you know, he's going to come out saying he's not going to transfer. And I don't think it would be the worst thing f- for Arizona if he did transfer. Obviously, he couldn't carry the team this year. Obviously, there was that injury. But I don't think it, it, we have... um. Gunner, who's the guy's name that's coming in next year. We have a great freshman quarterback coming in who could take the team and it might be almost better to just start off, you know, Kevin Sumlin, get him a, a Give him good, the
0: keys. Give the true yeah, freshman the keys. Give the
1: true freshman the keys. But, you know, that's what happened with Anu, anu Solomon. And that didn't really work out too well. <laughs> well, we well. did get
0: to the Fiesta Bowl.
1: Yeah, yeah, we did. But we got rocked in the yeah. Fiesta Bowl and also. Freaking Jay
0: Ajayi, I was at he, that game, he really yeah. gave us the schlong.
1: Yeah, he sure, he sure did. What do you think? Do you think Kolo's going to leave?
0: I, I, I do. I do. I mean, I think the timing's a little weird, but. hmm uh, I don't know the the love loss. I don't know the honeymoon phase for Khalil Tate is over. I'm just kind of like, dude. I don't know. See, and he seemed to me at least when I see him, he seems like a quitter.
1: Yeah. Like
0: I've seen him like give up in games like in the yeah uh, the Foster Farms Bowl mm-hmm. in uh, the ASU game last year. Yeah. So Khalil Tate, I'm gonna give you one of these. Oh, get the heck out of my town. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, yeah, so I I
1: agree with you because the, those high-definition cameras nowadays, they can zoom in on Khalil yeah. Tate's face through the helmet, and he just looks defeated, like What's he up? doesn't want to be there. Like I know people so, sometimes have, like, not the greatest expression um, all the time, but, like, Jesus Christ, uh, it's not looking good. But I would, yeah, what you intended to do earlier, um, shout out if anybody wants – to call and, um, you know, join in on any of the conversations we're having. If you have any questions for us here on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio, um, the phone number is 520-621-5806 if you want to oh, yeah. <laughs> get in um, on the conversation. Just one more time, that's 520-621-5806. Is that about all we have for Khalil? I think
0: that might be it, Khalil Tate. Get the heck out of here!
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see what happens in the um, coming weeks, next semester. Um, what will happen if he transfers? But we will move on. We'll keep it in um, football right now. NFL Week 13. A lot has. Oh, happened. Oh, I <laughs> hate it! I hate this yeah, week. Yeah, it's been a it's been one heck of a week in the NFL. Um, uh, wh- Where should we even start?
0: Alright, well okay. let's start with my Colts What the heck are you doing? We were making <laughs> so much progress Five straight wins, not a single sack allowed mm-hmm. And then we play Jacksonville Granted, at in Jacksonville But it was the Jaguars yeah. Awful, Blake Bortles is trash And they shut us out Mm -hmm. shut us out. I have the Jacksonville defense for my fantasy team. I didn't play them because I had that much faith in the Colts, Mm. and they ended up shutting them out. 0-6, maybe the most boring game of football ever. Mm -hmm. Andrew Luck doing nothing. It puts us now even further behind the Texans. We had a shot. Mm -hmm. We had a small chance of catching them. We play them again this week, but we would have been really good if we beat the Jaguars. And then, I don't know, I'm just kind of ticked off. The Colts blew it one. They got comfortable. And, I don't know, the Texans beat the Browns, so... I think winning the division is completely out of the thing now. Uh, we just got to hope and hope and hope that the Colts can sneak into the playoffs as a wild card. Because mm-hmm. now they're sort of in no man's land, right? They've mm-hmm. won too many games to get like a top 10 pick. Yep. But they're not a surefire playoff team either. Yeah. So it's like, what the frick? So I'm just a little upset about that. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so moving on from that, hopefully the Colts will turn it and get it in gear. Yep. But uh, the Saints... The Saints. The Saints. The Saints
1: lost to the Dallas Cowboys. For Ooh. those of you
0: who know the Saints were like number one.
1: Yeah, they were they were be in the power rankings, best um, team in the NFL, they were ten and one before this week. Now ten and two. The Dallas Cowboys now sitting at seven and five, picking up a thirteen to ten victory. I I didn't see this one coming. You no, know, I did st- not see it coming. Stephen either. A. was you know dancing around in his Drew Brees jersey on all the.
0: I didn't even know Stephen A. was a Saints fan. Like I don't he, even know he, he's I'm... not
1: a Saints fan. He's a Cowboys hater. Oh, so he, he's always you know uh, he's just whoever's against the Cowboys, um, he'll um, you know. Spit, um, a, a lot Spish of fire a, a at. spit fire of my uh, Michael Irvin over oh, yeah, it. So yeah, funny. Uh, Drew Brees. I I still say Drew Brees is my MVP for the NFL. He he's been such over a, Goff
0: or Mahomes.
1: Yep, over both Goff and Mahomes. Really? I, I not only I know it. probably shouldn't be taken into account. Most people probably wouldn't take it into account, but he's been having, like, a historic season for his career. Just, like, I think he passed, like, the 10,000-yard mark. Um, He broke the uh, record for, like, most touchdowns um, in, like, Saints history. Something, uh, you know, he's just had had a lot of those kind of landmarks this year, and I think that's just you know kind of bringing himself back up because the Saints have kind of fallen the past few years since that Super yeah. Bowl that they I mean, had
0: what Super Bowl that was a sham it was BS that the, Super Bowl wasn't uh, <laughs> it was a fake Super Bowl <laughs> it was fake it was orchestrated by the Chinese. It was fake. Peyton Manning won.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, I, I think Drew Brees deserves MVP this year. Wouldn't be mad if Mahomes or Goff got it. But um, give credit to where it's due. Dak Prescott, um, you know, bringing the cow and Ezekiel Elliott, um, bringing back the Cowboys, they looked like they were going to have a poopy season. Yeah. And they were having a really poopy season. I was calling for Jason Garrett to be fired yeah. earlier. But now, um, you know, 7-5, and five, not great.
0: But, you know, not, they're they're, yeah. on,
1: they're definitely on track to put themselves in position to at least make the wild card. Yeah,
0: and that's so funny, too, with Jason Garrett, the way he does his career. He, like, never is just good. He's always just good enough. Yeah. And so I think another case of that. But, you know, uh, we'll see. I would give Breeze the MVP purely because of age. He hasn't won it yet. Goff and Mahomes are young. They'll still have plenty of time to win it. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I could possibly have for giving it to Breeze. But talking about... Coaches who were on the ice who got off the hot seat to one was just a little too late. Mike McCarthy out in Green yep. Bay. It's something I never thought would happen. Really? Because like you know, Mike McCarthy co- sort of Mike McCarthy came up when Aaron Rodgers came up, right? Yeah. Like they sort of like went hand in hand. And I thought once Brady Belichick was over, McCarthy Rodgers could like kind of retake it. Yeah. Um, and I guess you know for whatever reason they're like it just become more and more division. The Packers. Four and seven, they might not even make the playoffs this Mm -hmm. year. I mean, you still got Aaron Rodgers, who's, you know, getting older, but still, you know, quarterbacks can play Mm -hmm. when they're older, so... Uh, kind of tough. They let go of McCarthy. Do you like the move? You know, I
1: I li- I do like the move as as a non-Packers fan and as, you know, honestly kind of a Packers hater. Um, I I'd say you know getting rid of Mike McCarthy. He's been there for like such a long time. He's been there for a minute. Yeah, so I I'd say it would not hurt because I think Mike McCarthy will land on his feet eventually somewhere because it's not like he. Um, hasn't had a, obviously a Super Bowl um, wins and whatnot. He, he's had some great coaching, um, and obviously they the Packers have fallen under expectations. But that might because it's been such a stagnant um, environment there, you know. So I, I think it's a good move for the Packers. You know, get some get a fresh face in there. Uh, the Green Bay Packers coaching um, job is a pretty uh, highly coveted. Um, position compared to other uh, coaching positions around the league. So I say, um, you know, for the Packers franchise sake, this will, you know, stir things up, get Aaron Rodgers, a, you know, a different perspective on, you know, how, how play calling, stuff like that. And um, I, I could see it being advantageous.
0: And just so everyone has an idea, the longest tenured active head coaches in the league, were Bill Belichick is the longest, he's been with the Pats since 2000, so yep. almost going on two decades, really. Mm-hmm. Of uh, with one team, which is pretty unbelievable, especially when it comes to coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvin Lewis of the Bengals, he's been there since 2003, which I didn't even realize he's been in the Bengals yeah. for so long. Yeah, and I, I don't mean,
1: understand that one. Like, they, I mean, they've yeah. had some really crappy seasons, and I, he does not won a Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: so. I mean, that's true, and that's the thing. Like, he's the only one on this team who hasn't won a Super Bowl on this list. Mike McCarthy since 2006, so he was there for about 12 years. Yep, and uh, Sean Payton of the Saints was also hired, so he's won a Super Bowl. And then Mike Tomlin of the Steelers, 2007, won Super Bowls. So really interesting to see. Yeah, you bring up a good point about Marvin Lewis, all these teams. Won, <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. It's kind of sad to see Mike McCarthy go, and I don't enjoy him watching him leave either. But yeah. uh, either way, we'll see. Uh, who do you think? I've heard rumors that maybe Jim Harbaugh oh. uh, could take that over. Maybe the Oklahoma Sooners coach. Okay. A lot of you know. So I don't know. What do you What are you thinking?
1: I, I heard Rich Rodriguez was looking for a coaching oh, yeah. job. <laughs> well, I heard that too. <laughs> yeah, I I'd say uh, Jim Harbaugh would. I feel like be the people's choice. You know, the, they they'd want to get him up there, and I I'd say. You know, um, he'd he'd do a good job. I don't know how he'd mesh with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, because I I think I have seen some things with Mike McCarthy, even though being there so long with Aaron Rodgers, they have had you know um, butt heads uh, a couple times um, in the past. You know, not to too much of a degree that it was a like a big deal, but I, I you you have to really focus on Aaron Rodgers. What it will take for him to get at least one more ring mm. on his fingers because. Um, you know that that's he's getting up there. It's an aging team, the Packers. So I'd say um, focus on what Aaron Rodgers wants to work with and go from there. Um, but I, I'd say get somebody with NFL experience. I don't yeah. think it's the time. To get somebody, yeah, you like have a, 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 a you know a, take a risk on some NCAA yeah, coach. That's true. You have the
0: t- you have the ability to win now with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and it is kind of crazy because like people say you know Aaron Rodgers is arguably the he's better than Brady now mm-hmm. and like all this he's the best quarterback in the league, but like you know when you look at him he doesn't I don't think stack up as favorably against the all time grades. Because of how many, like, I don't think he's better than Peyton Manning all time.
1: No, definitely not.
0: Exactly. And he's not better than German. Like, I would you say he cracks the top 10 for all time quarterbacks? Yeah. Uh, uh, but, like, he's towards the end, like, maybe eight, nine, yeah, or ten. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I see him exactly on that level because, you know, there are, there are, those are guys like. Um, the the Packers I we need to, we need I need a list for reference like Rodgers like uh, like Roger, Brad Farver, yeah, or Brett Favre yeah Roger Staubach yeah Sta- Sta- people like that what about Bart Troy Aikman
0: Troy Aikman I think Troy Aikman gets in there but I think he's again like eight nine or ten like if Rodgers is like eight or nine Troy Aikman for me is ten but like you know I don't know it's it's tough it's tough like Yep. Obviously, you have Brady. He's number one. I think Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. I would say Joe Montana, two, Peyton, three. And then, you know, kind of keeps going down from there. Dan Marino gets up there. John Elway gets up there.
1: Yeah, and it'll definitely be a, a lot more telling once Aaron Rodgers' career is yeah. um, over because it's always hard to argue for an all-time list with somebody who's currently playing.
0: That, what would you say, though, with Dan Marino not ever winning a ring and Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers having won— who do you think is better like even though like i i think
1: i feel like dan marino had such like an impact on like the the like sport and everything yeah. like, with just like and how long he played, Yeah, I, I'd still have to... And, you know, I'm obviously not an expert. I wasn't, like, alive when he played yeah. or anything, but, you know, just on, like, knowledge that I... Oh, heard, Johnny
0: Unitas gets in there, too. Yeah,
1: Johnny Unitas. I'd say John Elway's still better than Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I don't as, know about
0: as, that one. As
1: it stands, ju- just how he, you know, made the Denver Broncos literally a powerhouse. And, That's true. You know, obviously Aaron Rodgers... I'd say those are pretty comparable, though, Aaron Rodgers and John Elway.
0: I would say Aaron Rodgers is better than John... I So maybe, yeah, maybe Aaron Rodgers... High- It's tough. You're right. I think you're right, though. It is hard to say what someone is like before they're retired, before they've actually wrapped up everything. But I don't know. I mean, NFL is still interesting. Coming down the stretch, though, definitely over the halfway point. What are some marquee matchups coming up this week, Brody?
1: Let's see about that one. Um, Your Colts are playing the Texans. That's a big
0: matchup for us, like... Houston is 9-3. and three. The Colts are tied for uh, second with the Tennessee Titans having the tiebreaker because they've beaten Tennessee once so far. So they're 6-6. Six six. Uh-huh. Um, so that'll be a big one because, you know, if we can bring Houston to 9-4 and four and Indianapolis up to 7-6. and six, mm-hmm. That, you know, makes a little bit, you know, maybe Houston stumbles a little bit. But, yeah, definitely a big... Big game upcoming week for the Colts. What else is on the docket?
1: Yeah, the bro- my uh, my Broncos are now, you know, they could barely scrape out a, a playoff or a wild card spot if they win out. They're playing the 49ers this week, so I, I'm looking to get a win out of that one. Um, Eagles-Cowboys, that's always a, a, a good matchup just yeah. like historically and, um, you know, the way each team has been so inconsistent. I'm sure that could be a great game. I, I don't know. Are you thinking um, – yeah, Nick Foles it would be the answer would have been the answer this season instead oh, of Carson Wentz tough. I I
0: do think they rushed Wentz a little bit. I do think they brought him in a little fast. Mm-hmm. Um I yeah, but again, you know, Nick Foles I think I think Nick Foles needs to I would almost even like consider retirement like high key. Really? We all know the like the trajectory of Nick Foles' career just the pattern Really well, mm-hmm. and then goes back down to being just an average guy. Yeah, where it's like you've hit as high as you'll get. You are a Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Walk away, like yeah, don't like quit while the iron is hot. Yeah, I, I I feel that, but you
1: may as well like collect that bag sitting on a I, bench. I guess, yeah. You know, I, I, because I actually I I do see that point, but I also could see him being like one of the oldest quarterbacks because he has so much like crazy experience in That's the NFL. True, yeah. You know, like um. What I, I think like they have Drew Sexton who used to be like a uh Cardinals yeah, yeah. um quarterback that you know, they signed him as like a third string quarterback for Baker May behind Baker Mayfield and yeah. Tyrod Taylor this year purely to sit on that bench. Obviously, go in and you know if there's significant injuries, but literally for the advice, you know, yeah. he, and you know the experience that Drew Sexton has had is like not even comparable to Nick Foles, yeah, so I could see true. Nick Foles being a very valuable asset to to teams that's, wanting to. And he can still play, is it? Yeah, exactly. So he, he's not—he's getting up there, but he's not just like dirty. Okay, or
0: that's true. That's true. I don't know. So, but yeah, I don't really don't. Like I don't know, there's nothing really crazy that jumps out to me on um, Marquee match. Like yeah. I think that's kind of hard. Maybe the Rams Bears that'll yeah. be a good one, but I think um, really just that game of I I know we're still it's been a few weeks, but still that L A. Chiefs game was just so fantastic. Yeah, that I, I'm still in recovery mode yeah, from that one. I think was just such a good game. That all, like literally is an all-time great game. But yeah. uh, keep your eyes on that. You know, Bears Khalil Mack has been killing it. Mm-hmm. He he's quietly building a case for maybe Defensive Player of the Year again. Yep. Him and Aaron Donald, I'd say it's like always a two-horse race between them. Yeah, people are talking to Aaron Donald for MVP, not defensive MVP. I mean, because isn't Lawrence Taylor the only one who's ever won MVP? Yeah, I think As so. a defensive player? Yeah, it's I mean, been decades. That could be something. That would be legendary. I mean, yeah. Aaron Donald is something very special. Like with a guy who's undersized but still so strong and so fast. and can mm-hmm. He's a defensive tackle, but he gets after the quarterback like an edge. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but also can plug the rung like a ta- It's, like, literally so insane what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I don't know. I mean, the Rams just have so many weapons. Like, you know, they have Marcus Peters, uh, Gurley, Goff, Cooks, uh, Sue. So, like they just have so many household names, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm still in on the Rams. I'm Rams are still my Super Bowl pick. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I'd still probably choose them too. I, I think it'll be end up being Chiefs, um, Chiefs, Rams. Like yeah, we, we did. See. I
0: mean, you know, and then you know, just still again, never discount. Like, the you Patriots. know, yeah, yeah. playoff Brady. Like, because now, you know, they've been, you know, there was all that fuss, at them early in the season, like, oh crap, they're losing. Like, what's going on? This isn't the same Brady We kind of stopped talking about him. That's when they're dangerous. Yeah. When, like, he's, like, lurking yeah. and they're deflating balls yeah. Yeah. and they're spying on other teams. Yeah. Like, that's when they're dangerous. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Keep your eyes out for the Patriots. Never count them out. Yep, I definitely agree with you there. And like, even when Brady retires, I won't count him out because like I think he could come out of retirement <laughs> yeah. just for the playoffs. Like literally yeah. rest the entire season, just like get in great shape, come back for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I would not. I don't. I, w- I literally won't count Brady out until he's like dead. Okay. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can't uh, dispute that. And one even else. then,
0: his soul could come <laughs> down and possess some like third string quarterback and win the win it all. <laughs>
1: Okay, um, well there you have it. Uh, brought Tom Brady's soul will be <laughs> a, a Super Bowl MVP in like 2070. <laughs> um, but okay, moving on to uh, some NBA news: the Chicago Bulls um, fire Good. Fred Hoiberg. Good. Um, obviously, Lowry Markinen is a um, huge asset on the Chicago Bulls um, the past couple of years, and he is, no longer has the coach. He's only known in Fred Hoiberg a college. A, former college coach for iowa state correct i think yeah. yeah iowa state when they were had that great season um so what, what do you think of this is, it, is good it, it's good that's what
0: i think i i think he's been g- given the keys i think zach Levine has emerged mm-hmm. i think he'll be an all-star this year um he's like kind of fulfilling his potential mm-hmm. chris dunn too i think will be just a solid he goes <coughs> <laughs> A solid point guard, uh-huh. not a, not a, like I, you know, he was drafted fourth or third. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll ever reach that status, but it'll just be a, a solid point guard. Yeah. So I think you need to really focus with that duo of Markin and Levine and that other center. They just the young Wendell Carter Jr. Okay. Like focus on that young core, and I don't think he's. I think Foy is more of like a guard. Often I don't know. I just don't think he was the right man for the job. So I ain't even mad at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of sad. This is probably the death of his NBA career or the NBA coaching career because yeah. obviously he excelled so much at the NCAA level. But um, if you can't, if you have one stint and you're done, he's probably not gonna gonna get another chance. So we'll see where um, he ends up now. But yeah, I say, um, you know, it's probably a little sad for Mark and him because they they really just don't have the roster to be winning right now. I know they're in the Eastern Conference, which is so weak, but I I still can't fully blame. Hoyberg for, uh, you know the their, you know terribleness. because yeah.
0: shout out to when he was on the Timberwolves though in two K. Yeah, you can
1: play as Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, but and he was like surprisingly good. fast yeah. and could shoot threes. But well, I, don't, uh, I guess that's not surprising. He's just like a white, um, guy. A white guy. So um, yeah. Um, I I'd say uh, yeah, look out for that. But um, other NBA stuff. The Nuggets are back on top of the West. Warriors falling to number 4. Still still 3 in the power rankings though. Okay, yeah, uh, understandable, but yeah, I'd say the Nuggets it, it, they're they're really weird. I like I uh, I like um I really like that team. They've been doing great all year, but um you know, they had that dip when we checked in last week. They yeah. weren't they weren't doing too hot anymore, but you know, the Nuggets, I feel like this will be one of those teams where once they get to the playoffs, they're not going to perform.
0: Yeah, I agree. Jokic though is like a is, like, giving hope mm-hmm. to, like, the old man game, like, not yeah. athletic. Back to the basket. Back to the basket, like, literally just a big white European center uh-huh. who can shoot and is a great passer mm-hmm. and is, like, crafty offensively. But he's not dunking over people. He's not running the floor. He's just – but somehow he's carved out a niche just, like, in this new NBA and still is being great. Yeah. And then with Gary Harris and Jamal Murray, that's a a potentially d- – oh, excuse me. I'm like d- – Yeah, d- 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 <laughs> no, it's okay. A potentially duo all-star backcourt mm-hmm. in the coming years, you know? And then you know, they still got Paul Millsap covering up, and then uh, Will Barton. But they got a lot of talent out there in Denver, so yeah. don't sleep on the nugs. Yeah, definitely
1: um, not, but uh, right up there with them, the L.A. Clippers still on top. So weird, dude. Yeah, it, it's such a strange um, dynamic. Yeah. You know? Oh, then, hello! You know, we, we got a uh, call coming in. All right, hello? Hi. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, who are we talking to? Mackenzie. Oh, Mackenzie, thank you so much for calling. What what question do you have or comment? I don't know if you guys already talked about the college football playoffs coming up yet, but I just didn't know if you guys agree with the teams that have made it in or if you guys thought like Georgia or Ohio State should have been part of those four at all. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. Is there any other questions or anything you have? Uh, No, that's it. All right, awesome. All right, thank you so much.
0: Um, I'm glad she brought it up I mean yeah. yeah we'll get to that in just one quick sec the last thing I want to touch on NBA news mm-hmm. uh, the Mavericks with Luka Doncic is playing real well and I wonder if the Suns are thinking should they have taken Doncic instead of Aiden what do you think Brody um, like he it, had that last second half. Doncic
1: like, yeah. was like, is looking really nice. Yeah, he's like, looking nice. I I literally hate the Dallas Mavericks with all my heart, but I Doncic is looking so nice, and I I you
0: can't. But DeAndre Ayton is still being a dominant. Yeah. Uh, you know, rookie. It's just hard because the Mavs are actually like... I think the reason why Doncic is getting this credit is because the Mavs are actually winning games. Yeah. And, and he's playing well. Aiden's playing well, but we're not winning... The Suns aren't winning games. Yeah. But uh I think ultimately, even though if Doncic ends up being a better player, I think the thing that people have to remember is I don't think uh Booker and Doncic would have fit well. That's true. Where I think Booker and Aiden do. Uh-huh. You know, so... That, that was sort of just kind of one that I wanted to, because it was, like, bothering me a little bit. I was like, yeah. oh, is, was Doncic really better than Aiton? But I had yeah. to think about that, so.
1: And even if it does work out, you can't really blame the Suns. You, you, no one will ever blame the Suns for taking, like, yeah. DeAndre and not seeing, like, Luka Doncic. Because he's a European guy, which is, yeah. like, a red flag. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's a big risk coming from um, the Euros. And, you know, just seeing, you know, what's presented to you with DeAndre Aiton, just like the... You know yeah. the the physical like man that he is yeah. like you can't you can't just not and I think pick
0: DeAndre him. will be good like he's yeah. already averaging like seventeen and ten as a rookie
1: yeah yeah he I, I, he will not have like a failed NBA career or anything but yeah good yeah. point good point nonetheless so just
0: moving on from NBA but thank you McKenzie yes. for that lovely college football because I actually I'm not sure if you've done anything. I was very surprised Really? I did not. Well, I was surprised to see, not surprised Alabama Clemson, you know, classic. I feel like they've been in. Yeah. Well, Alabama has, I believe, been in every single college football yeah, yeah, playoff. Yeah. Not always as a one, sometimes as a four. I remember they, like, beat someone as a four seed one time. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, all I'm saying is not surprised to see Alabama there, nor Clemson. Dabo Sweeney, I think once, you know, um, what I was like, going to say, uh, once, why can't I think of the Alabama coach's name? Nick Saban? Nick Saban. I don't know why that escaped my mind. Once Nick Saban retires, whenever that is, Dabo Sweeney will be the greatest coach in college football. Um, but really, really good there. Notre Dame, I only think they get in, you know, it's always weird with Notre Dame, like, being 12-0, and but, like, again, Notre Dame doesn't really ever pump out, like, any top-level pro talent. Manti Teo. Yeah, that, <laughs> and, like, Quentin Nelson and yeah. uh like with for my Colts but like you know what I mean like yeah. not like major not like super skilled positions not yeah, like quarterback receiver yeah, running the, back. yeah
1: they have definitely like guys that peak in um the college Jimmy Clausen yeah. <laughs> who, who everyone thought would be like the next Tom Brady or something exactly end up being butt cheeks
0: so it's like they're always just like one where I don't think they're gonna like they have to play Clemson I think Clemson's gonna be that's the hard part and then and then Oklahoma which <laughs> Kyler Murray killing it possible yep. Heisman. I would love to see him and Tua go at it in yep. the championship. But or I guess they'll go at the it in round. the first round. But I just thought even though it was a two loss Georgia team, one of those losses being Alabama, mm-hmm. they had the win over Alabama early. I mean not the win, the lead. Mm-hmm. And I still think that means more and would put them over Oklahoma. Yeah. I think what people what happened was that two losses didn't help, but also two SEC teams, mm-hmm. and, like, as much as the college football playoffs is, oh, we don't care, we'll just pick the four best teams, I think they do. Yeah. Like, I think there's some, like, collusion and some back-channel yeah. funding yeah. that goes in, like, <laughs> high-key some wow. corruption that the, Whoa. like, you know, the Big 12, because Oklahoma's like Big 12. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, what the heck, you know, and, like, you know, pull, like, if we didn't get a single team in. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not really mad about Ohio State either, like, 12-1, but, like, they didn't have any great wins. Michigan not really, I think, losing to Ohio State the way Mm -hmm. they did. Central Florida, though. That's what I wanted to get to. Mm -hmm. Give me UCF <laughs> in a freaking college football game. I want to see if these guys are actually good. Like, they're beating, and then when they go to these bowls, they beat good teams. Like, Shaquille and Shaquem Griffin, they mm-hmm. beat good teams yeah. once they play in the bowl. Yeah. Like, I, I, they're playing Washington in the Fiesta Bowl. Yep. I bet they'll smack Washington. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see these guys play Alabama or Clemson. I want to see if they're actually as good as, like, they say they are. Because, you know, they're... In a smaller conference, but they're still getting these recruits. They're still playing well. They're they've had what two years undefeated. Yeah, I, like let me just see them. Freaking, I don't care. Like I think it'd be fun.
1: Yeah, I I definitely agree with you because UCF um they they have earned their chance. Like what more can they do? Yeah. Obviously, they have a cupcake schedule compared to you know some of these SEC teams. But there's not you know they're they're they don't choose every game they get to play. Exactly. You know, they they are doing what they can. They are now an undefeated team. And not to at least I, – I feel like they should have been given the courtesy of, like, one of the first two outs. Yeah, exactly.
0: At least over but, Ohio State. Like, yeah. put them in six, Like, yeah. to bump them still even behind Michigan? Yeah. Like, to say that they weren't even really in consideration. Because, like, Michigan, like, 7 and 8, you weren't even really considered. Or maybe 7 you were, but, like, anything past that, you weren't even considered. Yeah. So I think this brings up the point, Brody, do you expand it to eight teams?
1: Yes, really. I, I, I say the expansion of the college football playoff would be very. It would be good because I. I don't. So give like the first two seeds a bye and then, or just play all of
0: you know. Do a one against eight seed. Oh, know. sorry, I was assuming if it was a six. Oh. See, so oh. I'm more of in favor of the six. Like, have and give the first the one and two seed a buy. Really? Oh,
1: but no, I th- I think they need to add like more games to it. Really, you know because. I uh, you know uh, well like that would be make more it three games. weeks long instead yeah. of two weeks long yeah because it, it's like well, top four teams that's like such an exclusive you yeah know, but you that's why
0: I think it's coveted
1: yeah it it is you're you're right but it's like you see these same it's Clemson Alabama I know Notre Dame and Oklahoma or no Oklahoma's there last year too I I think. Yeah, well. no
0: cuz Baker Baker was in there.
1: Yeah, so it's just like I I want to see more talent. I know obviously the other teams will be in the um other bowl games, but like I don't know. I am not a fan of That's the That's true though. If
0: if you got if you had cuz scroll down, UCF was 8, Alabama UCAF, yeah, first round would be- and then Michigan Clemson like that is exciting. Yeah, that would that would make
1: sense as a college football yeah. playoff. This undefeated team is playing. It's it's just there's too many good teams to and, exclude. And I think
0: you do bring up a good point too, because like go down to the eight, that's UCF at twelve and zero, and then after that though there is like then there's three lost teams, and I don't yeah. think three lost teams. Although Washington State, are you surprised they went all the way down to thirteen?
1: You know, that that loss against Washington was bad. Yeah. That that was, like, a bad... I, I say it was deserved that, like, you know, that's just, like, you know, because the college football ran, uh, playoff rankings don't, like, you know, matter. Like, you yeah. know, it's not the eight people. So maybe that was just them. Like, man, that was, like, such a crappy loss. Get, yeah. get kicked down to number 13, you know. And whereas, like, if they were actually, like, way up there in contention, yeah. it wouldn't have been that dramatic of a loss.
0: I think you're right. And I also think the double-edged sword of not only because they didn't win, mm-hmm. they also weren't able to play that extra great game in the Patrol Championship. championship, yeah. which I think is so crucial.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you um, on that one, too. Um, we are kind of wrapping up, though, here on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show. So we – oh, one more shout-out. I know you don't uh, follow soccer too much, Eric, but I wanted to give a quick shout-out. Luka Modric um, won the Balloon Dior, which oh. is like the MVP of all soccer Oh, it's like the MVP award for all soccer players. And it's the first time um, since 2007 that Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo did not win. So it's been literally over now 11 years, and that was caca. Um, who won it then? So shout out to Luke Modric. I thought he was, hey. it was well deserved. Um, Get it, it,
0: Luke. I don't know who you are, but good job.
1: Yeah, uh, Luca. And um, it, it's <laughs> kind of crazy. it's crazy. It's crazy. Cristiano Ronaldo came in second, um, for which was like pretty expected. But Lionel Messi dropped all the way to number five. Oh God! You don't so, say. So it's so, like you know, heavens it, to Betsy. <laughs> so you think like you know, Lionel Messi is like the but it's it's the changing of the season. Well, then the, who
0: was three and four?
1: um th- i think 3 was um mbappe from um mbappe from the mbappe. the frenchman who i am am a huge fan of for let me let me check on psg four. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a random guess.
1: Yeah, that was probably when I smack you in
0: FIFA with PSG. Oh, that's God. the only reason you remember it. And then who was uh, who was for?
1: Um, was oh wait, Mbappe
0: was for Antoine. Was it my man Keisuke Honda? No, Honda is probably
1: four hundred and twenty <laughs> oh, or something no. like that. <laughs> okay. No, he's got to be sixty
0: nine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Um, Antoine Griezmann, the, the oh, I know who that is. Yeah, the other Frenchman who's um for uh, who's At- that Atletico really, Madrid. Who's
0: that really good young? French guy who played on the French national team that everyone was like
1: Kylian Mbappe, the guy that I was talking about, the really young one. Yeah, yeah, he's super young. He's literally number four in the world. Oh, really? He's super. Or maybe, maybe that's crazy. Else.
0: Yeah, because he was like 19. He was like younger than. Yeah, us. Yeah, he's like,
1: or I don't know, um, I don't know how, but he's like extremely young. Like yeah. this is like a, this was like a fast rise to being um, number fourth in the world. So yeah. Mbappe, Mbappe, shout out to Mbappe. Mbappe. We will close out with um, an honest Mbappe. day um, in um, sports Mbappe. history. Oh yeah. Mbappe. <laughs> 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 that that is not okay. Ooh, wee,
0: wee, <laughs> <laughs> all right. And
1: on this day in sports history in nineteen ninety-seven, all right, on December third, nineteen ninety-seven, the Golden State Warriors terminated guard Latrell Sprewell's four-year uh. thirty-two million dollar NBA contract for attack for attacking coach PJ Carlissimo. So, did, did you know about that situation? I didn't, uh, right, but yeah. it he, doesn't... He, he put him in a chokehold. Okay, Latrell Sprewell, one of my... Uh, legendary, legendary. So athletic. I, I, so athletic, so Great People thought um, Michael Jordan was going to pass down the torch of best player, like face of the NBA to Latrell Sprewell, but he had a lot of off-court issues, including the choking out his coach, P.J. this man Simone. could fly. Oh, yeah. He could fly. He was, he was like, an absolute Wait, legend. Wait, did people
0: really think Jordan – he was that good to, like, take – Yeah, like-
1: people were speculating because, you know, he was still really young then. That's true, that's And, true. and people thought, you know, he was this big guy coming up and stuff. So um, they terminated his contract. He had a big contract, but the NBA was like, no, and they – it was the um, longest ban that was not drug-related in NBA history for one year.
0: Before the malice at the palace, I believe. Yeah, so it,
1: it was like a really big deal. He was um, cut out of the league for a year that honestly tainted his career somewhat um, mm-hmm. for years year. Yeah, he came back, still a great player. Was balling yeah. with Fred Hoiberg on the Tinder yeah, yeah, sure was. So, yeah, on this day in 1997... Lettrell
0: Spruel. Good for you, Yeah, so
1: do you want to close this out, Eric?
0: I will, Brody. Again, Wildcats, we thank you. We got one more episode of the semester. It's going to be happening on finals week. Catch a sneak preview of Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show Christmas edition. Uh, should be quite soothing, but Wildcats. Quite jolly. Quite jolly yeah. Quite festive. Mm-hmm. Keep hustling. Keep grinding out there, Wildcats. We're almost there. Literally about, what, maybe eight, nine days Uh, left. So you're almost there, almost getting back to those presents and those good times with the fam. But we appreciate everything you've been doing for us this semester. Keep on listening, keep on checking us out on all our podcasting platforms. We'll see you next week on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show.